You are listening to the Daily Best of Rick and Bubba. This is one hour of fun from the show this morning. Don't worry, you can still catch the entire show on your favorite podcast app. And you can watch the Daily Best of Rick and Bubba on Blaze TV. Enjoy the Daily Best of Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. And we are thankful that you are here. And we'll unpack another day with you. Uh, Big guest again today. We'll be talking with Tim Tebow. He he makes his returns. Second time for Tim on the show. Uh, He'll be speaking at the Gridiron Men's Conference coming up this summer. Uh, And we'll be talking with Tim about that, but also uh, other topics involving college football. Uh, and uh, just uh, the world of Tim Tebow. Uh, Also, the USFL is getting ready to kick off uh, a spring pro football. Coach of the Houston Gamblers, uh, former coach of uh, of the Texas A&M Aggies and also Arizona Wildcats, uh, will chat with Kevin Sumlin coming up on the program today. Uh, Another person I've always wanted to, to interview and talk to. Um, because I, 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 there was just something about someone that I, I always liked as a coach, and and uh, I don't even know what it was. I just found myself kind of wanting to play for him. But anyway, so we'll 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 talk with him on the program today. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, and Eddie Van Adler are all here today. As gone home, there it is. Brent Cobb, King of Alabama. Yeah, about it. A real interesting story. I found out all about that. This. Uh, yeah, yeah, that, that's that's uh, that's one of those you go. This was a, uh, it's about a up and I can't remember the guy's name now. Up and coming, old school country music guy that really at one time stood before the biggest companies out there that said we want to make you the next big thing. But there's some things you got to do. You got to change your look. You got to change this. And he's like, yeah, I passed. <laughs> and uh, he went on back to them honky tonks and. Yeah. Uh, of course, unfortunately, led to being stabbed to death. But anyway, oh, yeah. so mm-hmm. there, there you go. That's not always good. Yeah, well, that's not good. A little disagreement with a with a cousin or something there. So it was a went south. But um, but anyway, so Bubba, today I, I know you like me. You're kind of fired up. I mean, Tebow's back. Tebow will be back yep. today. Uh, Tim Tebow will be on the show. Uh, Coach Kevin Sumlin, you, you just mentioned a minute ago. Yep. Chris Rock in the news again yep. as that continues yeah, it to uh, yeah, it does. to linger, and uh, I, I'll tell you, I'm I'm a little confused today because I was watching the weather, and we've mm-hmm. we've had the last two days, we've just had all kind of yeah. storms go across Texas, right. Louisiana, Arkansas, Mississippi, Alabama last yeah. night, Georgia. Right. Yeah. Now, um, and we were watching some tornado, what appeared to be tornadoes on the ground mm-hmm. uh, with James last night. And uh, and it was kind of headed in our direction. And, I mean, they had debris signatures. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't exactly on us yet. But yeah, we were, never in the, we were never in the polygon. And and then I think I dozed off. Mm-hmm. Uh, the TV came and went a couple of times. Um, I don't ever remember hearing the weather radio go off. I mm-hmm. think me and Betty were just give out yesterday. So we both, I think, slept through it. Mm-hmm. Even though I got woke up a couple of times, I was still in such a sleep. Mm-hmm. I don't really know what happened in my area. A lot of wind. Bubba, you're I, a storm chaser. I didn't see yeah. any That's shocking to me. Yeah. What, what Matter of fact, it's, uh, that's what I'm saying. I, I must have just really been tired because uh, I was out of it. Well, it shocked uh, and me. And I did. I, I was working uh, trying to get James a, a video feed up for something. And uh, What? 
I think it, I think it was up and, and working fine, but I don't know that he ever needed it last night. Okay. Well, what I was saying is, and, and now I'm completely in shock, okay? Yeah, yeah it's unlike me. It is, because be I thought to myself, when you ran a little bit later for you, not yeah. late, but late for you, I thought, well, that I knew that was coming because he took a little extra sleep today, right? Because he's been up storm chasing, <laughs> yeah. and uh, and he's been he's been he's been uh, he's been there with his helmet on alert for for James, and um, and to, to so know- I'm not sure I know by looking at some of the the footage this mm-hmm. morning mm-hmm. that uh, we we had some tornado t- tornadic activity tornadic activity yeah. touched down yeah uh, fairly close to my house I mean four mm. or five miles away really. Uh, yeah, yeah, in Chelsea. Well, you were well, you were you were slow. Yeah, I didn't know anything got on the ground in Chelsea. It was yeah, in Mon- some damage. It was in yeah. Montevallo, and then it kind of broke up again. I guess it must have got organized again. Over but that's Chelsea. what I was wondering yeah, because yeah. I mean, we had debris ball. We had the purple. Yeah, I went to uh, sleep. Signature yeah. of debris. Yeah, you know, Taylor lives there, so. and I was trying to watch it, and I guess just passed out sleepy. Yeah, I went to saying. sleep or tried to go to sleep, but I, I can't sleep when it's. Outside my window, yeah. you know, wind blowing well, yeah, and, and we, all that kind of stuff. The howling of the wind. So I struggled and, sleeping. And all that. Mm-hmm. So, I, I, like I said, I, woke, I got woke up several times, but I was just in one of these, you know, like sleep stupors. Man, I couldn't even function, oh, you yeah. know. Well, we'll that explains why I, the team's uh, text message I know, was, was so silent. And here's yeah. what's sad. If, if Bubba's not... Because he'll over alert. Oh, yeah. So if he's not alerting us, I figure we're. <laughs> yeah. Must be okay. He didn't even check yeah. on me when he was headed towards the lane. I'll even look to Bubba before I will my app. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so so we'll, we'll come back, and I'll, I'll tell you how it works in our house on this when we come back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. All right, guys, uh, here we go. Uh, Z Stack. Wow, what a response from you, the audience. Well, I'll tell you why, because it, this, it doesn't get any more straightforward uh, than, uh, you know, this supplement that was developed by Dr. Zelenko. Uh, and, and, and here's the deal when, when Vladimir Zelenko was working with our president, Donald Trump, Good to see Bubba's head there. Uh, we, we, uh, we, we, of course, remember hearing his name and all the treatments that he was doing. Well, he's developed um, this, this supplement because, let's face it, I don't know how long we're going to be dealing with every sub-variants and variants and all this stuff. I think we all agree that when it gets to this pandemic, and really if you think about it, even just the flu and cold seasons that we always live through, treatment is the way to go. Uh, we know that it, you know even if you take a flu shot every year, how many times did they did they get the strand right? Not not that often. Uh, you, you you take these vaccines and you still end up uh, you know testing positive for for COVID. The bottom line is we need to be in the mode of treating so that we don't have a difficult time with it. Okay, and one of the ways that you do that is you be sure that your immune system is operating at peak performance, and and Z Stack can help you with that. Uh, it's it's got zinc, it's got quercetin, it's got vitamin C, it's got vitamin D, uh, and it keeps your immune system operating at a level that whatever you encounter, uh, it minimizes the severity uh, and the length of time that you're going to be sick. Uh, so why don't you get yours now, and we can get you a little discount. It's uh, it's GMP certified. It's kosher, by the way, uh, and you can go get yours right now at zstacklife.com/rickbubba. Zstacklife.com slash Rick Bubba. All right, Bubba, the story that won't go away. Uh, Bruce Arians? Uh, <laughs> 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 uh, 
See, that's the thing that threw me off, too. I know. You, there was you, a lot of oddity. You, you oddity. dropped in some Bruce Arian story, and I thought, well, Bubba's. No, it wasn't me. No, I didn't do it. It was, it was somebody else. But you commented on it. Yeah. You commented on it. What, right? Did I? I don't did, know. did Bubba comment on that? I don't know I what I did. I can't remember. Uh, but anyway, I just I don't know what to do with you on this. I thought I knew you when I, just even the the hint of of severe weather you go into this all out mode. Well, I mean, instead of instead of doing what I should have done, mm-hmm. and that was get an early little nap in, so because we be knew the timeline, right? And, and, and I, I, hate, I hate when it's a I late didn't timeline. because I was working on a couple of projects, so mm-hmm. I think that made me sleepier than normal mm-hmm. at uh, toward bedtime. So well, we found out. Something. I'm sorry I failed you guys. You last did, night. and yeah. you did, yeah. Sleeping. Oh, you're right, Bubba. You didn't get involved in this. I thought you were in on this. I'm sorry. Uh, Tom Brady was in on it, but not Bubba. Yeah. Let let me ask you this. It's uh, last time we hear from Bubba, by the way, is five eighteen. Yeah. And I knew something. I knew something was up. (laughs) That's early. I knew something was up. I just didn't know what. Now it explains it. (laughs) We got no. All we got straight line wins. Then little man. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I do. I do sometimes worry just as far as. Affecting more people, uh-huh. you know, tornado. I, I mean, I because straight line winds. It's almost like I call a, a for a, an inland hurricane mm-hmm. because it hangs around for so long. Yeah, and it just keeps on blowing. It keeps on. Blowing. Right. You know, a tornado comes. It's awful, but it hits. It goes. It's gone. Mm-hmm. Straight line winds for hours on end. Yeah. You know, sometimes yeah. that can. You know, Greg, you know that for power outage and stuff, that can almost be worse. Oh, right? yeah. and a lot were worth that. Power. Well, we mm-hmm. had a lot of fires last yeah. night because yeah. of that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. sure did. Course, but Bubba, apparently, yeah, we'll tell you about it, Bubba. Yeah, I, I don't know what to do with this. I mean, I, I honestly, well, here's I got a little concern. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's almost like somebody said, do "We don't talk fires for a minute." Yeah, it, it's not really, but it, it's almost like you hear. It, I mean, everybody no, knows it's, a, it's been talked about all day long. Okay, that Brett Favre is coming to Indian Springs. Okay, <laughs> and they talk about it all day, and they tell you exactly when he's going to be there, and all this, and you find out that it really is less than a mile from my house. Okay, and all of a sudden I come in, I said, "No, nah, I just fell asleep. I, I didn't even go down there." I mean, wouldn't you be yeah, like, "What, yeah. Ricky? Oh, he came right to your back door." Yeah. Yeah. I'd have to write that down as a, as yeah. a concern. You didn't even you didn't even make an effort. It's not like you had to go anywhere. Yeah. If you had to drive, we wouldn't expect it. Right. But he was there in your village. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, it wouldn't that surprise you? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Mm-hmm. That's because how we don't forget. That's how we all feel right now. Right. He, he was giving his predictions three days out on, hey, mm-hmm. we're at level four, we're at level oh, three. Yeah. Oh, he was getting oh, jacked yeah. about it. Yeah. Like he always does. Oh, pregame? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He'll, he'll have you terrified <laughs> days yeah, before he gets here. He scares he said, us. Check right. the new point. But by the time I'm done usually with Bubba's updates, I'm like, well, this is surely dead. Right. Yeah. Yeah. None right. of us have survived this. No. Well, I just expended too much energy on the front end, I guess. I guess so. came out too hot, Bubba. We can do that. No, you did. You burned out. Out. You, you came out, out Ricky came out of the gate and got a real big lead. Yeah. <laughs> and then before I knew it, somebody ran up behind me and punched me. I saw that. Yeah. What idiot! Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he's uh, he's the guy that you know five hours before pregame. He's just oh yeah. He's just oh, yeah. got too much energy like, and he's not reserving. Yeah. you know. I, some, sometimes I'll see I'll see all the updates from the experts on the timeline, mm-hmm. and Bubble had me convinced they're wrong. Yeah, yeah. I know it's, it's already mm-hmm. here. Right, now, watch out, guys. Then, sometimes I wonder which news report Bubba was looking at. Whether maybe it was like Georgia. Yeah, right. I, I, it'll be the complete opposite of what I saw. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. Or yeah, it may right. be me. I may be. Right. One of us is mixed. The bottom line is, is Bubba a weather alarmist? Yes. And he just treated this like it was nothing. Mm-hmm. Now, he started out hot he about did. two days ago. He was giving us he what, was level, on fire. what level yeah. we're yeah. at. We had, we're at level. <laughs> yeah. It's been a minute. But the I guys, know, we're in red. I know you, uh, you, uh, you gave up like – 
high tech. Uh, I mean, in other words, you used to be on the cutting it. edge yeah. of technology. You've had a helmet on since Tuesday. It's, it's like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's been wearing hard, hard sole shoes for a week. In case I have to climb over right. rubble. Right. <laughs> yep. Had yep. his whistle. Yeah. <laughs> down here <laughs> I need it down. under the floor at one point last night batteries? I, could ba- I could barely keep my eyes open and I'm like man I'm so yeah. tired and I'm like but I've got Bubba still he'll he'll let me know if I fall asleep I'll know maybe, I'm, maybe I'm, y'all I'm, need I'm, to I'm, depend I'm, on James no, a little I'm bit going more to now. A little no, less no, on no, me no, oh there's no. a shift today my friend <laughs> yeah. I kid you not I'm not even exaggerating I'm not even trying to be funny I take a look at the at the team Rick and Bubba group text and if Bubba's not alarmed I'm not alarmed yeah, that's true. Because, like I said, even when he's alarmed, I said when he's at a ten, I know it's a seven. Uh-huh. But a seven's to be concerned. Let's go about. back to a vacation. You're on an excursion. You look to the guide to see if I you're do. in trouble. You know, I do. And that. he's our guide. He's our weather guide. Yeah. He, he he's doing. He does the work about it that I'm not willing to do. Right. And I just wait for to, to benefit from his research. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe that's the wrong attitude. Man's laying down on his job. Is this he the was. thing where you're teaching us to do it ourselves? Is, is this yeah. teaching? No. No. Okay. This goes to show you it's hard to overcome being real sleepy. It is. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? I've been there. It, it's the biggest challenge I face <laughs> in my physical life. <laughs> By the tornado was going to have to hit your house. For it to wake well, up. it could have. I don't know if, it, if that would have done I've also, I've also discovered, because I didn't know about this second little pop-up here of uh, – of of, uh, of a tornado. There's all, uh, apparently there's things too that I consider to be more important than severe weather, and uh, that's uh, and sleep. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but uh, but anyway, sleep has gone way up the chart. You know. Yeah. I desire to get more sleep. I just can't pull it off. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Amen to that. Mm-hmm. You got to work at it. it no, it, it requires because because there's always things trying to steal your sleep. Well, what I've noticed now is so I've gotten older. That. Yeah, and there's You're part right. of, and I think it's part of getting older. There's so many things about getting older. Very few good, a lot of bad. Yeah, but but there is some good. Uh, but the um, very few. Yeah, but the good though are the really important goods though. You know, like wisdom. But anyway, the uh, but I'm getting now where I've always been a little bit of a quirky sleeper. But now I used to think that I could never really have big eye. I didn't really even understand big eye. Mm-hmm. I thought, well, what's so hard about going to sleep? You lay down, you go to sleep. All right. But boy, now. If if anything is disruptive, I struggle. Yeah, I I, I, I almost have to have perfect conditions, <laughs> and that just doesn't happen much. You know what? No, I mean no. it's. Uh, no. I'm, I'm a quirky little fellow on my sleep, and I and I and it's it's gotten worse, not better, as I've gotten older. I've noticed that older people don't sleep as much, do they? No. Nope. Is that, am I turning into that? Am I that guy? Probably. Uh, am I am I granddaddy no, that everybody I, I hears him out rustling around in the coffee? I, I don't <laughs> think I don't. I don't think it's they sleep necessarily a lot less. I think they change the way they That's sleep. Yeah. They go to bed earlier yeah. and get up earlier okay. and will be a threat to take a nap sometime in the middle of the day. Which yeah. You're just not to the nap which, stage yet. Which, Rick, I've been doing for a long time. You have been. So, uh, well, look, I've told, I've told everybody, you've been an old man for a long time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, my transition to the nursing home will be an easy one. It will. Yeah. <laughs> well, and what it's got with me, Hams, like you're talking about, it's all relative because young Rick would stay up to 11, 11.30, okay, every single night, no matter what. Uh, And on the weekends, would stay up till 1 o'clock in the morning, 12.30, and sleep to 10, 9. That that guy's over. I I can't even find him. I mean, I'm I'm now the Friday night, 10 o'clock in the bed guy. That's me staying up late now, and I get up at 7. Yeah. You know, 6.30. Think about that. Yeah. That's nine hours of sleep. But I never would have thought I'd been that guy. Well, yeah, you know, it's it's. I Rick, mean, I hardly ever see nine o'clock. Yeah, I mean, on the rarest of occasions, 
you know, I'll do that, wake up for a minute, think I'm up, then fall yeah. back asleep. Now that I used to be, I used to be the greatest wake up, go back to sleep. Oh now. yeah. Mm-hmm. But now if I yeah, wake yeah. up, I got, I got problems. If I'm, if yeah. I'm on the yeah, other, if I'm on the other side of midnight and something wakes me up, I'm in trouble because mm-hmm. I can't go back. Rick, to sleep. I used to want to set a clock to wake me up so I could go back to sleep on the days I really didn't oh, have yeah. to get up. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. You ever had those, those, and it, you know, because we still get to go back to sleep a little bit because of the time we get up because nobody wakes up on a dime at four. I don't think. I don't, I don't. I'm up. But, here we go. But what I'm talking about is, is there a greater feeling to be totally confused and you think it's a work day? And, mm-hmm. and, 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 all realize and you're in there going to the bathroom and you start thinking, man, I don't know if I need to lay back. Now, wait a minute. Wait a minute. It's Saturday. This is Saturday. And that is a joyous feeling. By the time I'm to that point, I'm already, I might as well just yeah, get Yeah, I can go I'm back done. to sleep then. Now. Done. Rick, uh, the inability to fall back asleep after waking up is, a medically, is medically known as sleep maintenance insomnia. Yeah, I don't. I'm not there yet, but I can't go back to sleep as easy as I once did. Okay, I can go back to sleep. It just takes longer than it used to, and the potential for me not being able to do it is actually there now. When at one time it wasn't even, it wasn't even the realm of possibility. Uh, we we've got another topic here to talk about. This confusing Rick to me. Bubba, right? Rick and Bubba. Oh, he's back, Bubba. He has. It's like uh, the Mummy movies. Uh, <laughs> he he is back. It, it's like. Friday the 13th. Yep. And we can't seem to kill Jason. Uh, it is the high priest of health. That it's problematic. Uh, Dr. Fauci. It's anecdotal. You're not going to believe what he says, Rick. All right. So you want to start with 1A here? You want to just hear it? Well, let's uh, let's set this up just a little all bit. Right. Okay. I thought we had all decided lockdowns did not work. You're talking about follow the science? I thought you're talking about uh, John Hop- Johns Hopkins. Yeah, well, and you look at all the negative things that came mm-hmm. out of it. The mm-hmm. economy canceled. Mm-hmm. We still cannot get our supply chains going again. Um, alcohol deaths went up, suicides went up, drug overdoses went up, cancer screening went way down. Childhood mental health is at an all-time low. Economy trashed. All of this due to the COVID. And the lockdown. Some of the things we did, and I, I told Speedy, I wanted to get Dr. Sag back on from UAB and talk about what we did good, what we did bad. Because I don't think anybody's going to say, boy, we nailed it. You know? I, it, it, uh, Fauci's I, about to. Well, <laughs> yeah. I want you to hear what Fauci's <laughs> saying and get ready. We're ramping up for the next round to scare mm-hmm. everybody to death. Yep. yep. Here we go. So here, here comes the high priest of health. Talking about lockdowns and their and, and and whether they worked or not. So here we go. I'm interested in your reluctance to use the word lockdown. Do you think two years on that they were worth it or were they too severe? You know, I don't think we're ever going to be able to determine what the right balance is. I think the restrictions, if you want to use that word, which I tend to shy away from, lockdown, they certainly prevented a lot of infections, prevented a lot of hospitalizations and prevented a lot of deaths. There's no doubt about that. Obviously, when you do have that kind of restriction on society, there are unintended negative consequences, particularly in children who are not allowed to go to school, in the psychological and mental health aspects it has on children, in the economic stress that it puts on society in general, on individual families, Obviously, those are negative consequences that are unintended. But but they're they're there, which is why you have to weigh this and maybe not do it, because I think the things you mentioned, like suicide is up, 
alcohol deaths are up, drug overdoses are up, cancer screenings are down because people are afraid to go, childhood mental health is at an all-time low, the economy trashed, lives were destroyed, and and uh, and and these lockdowns really, I believe, they cause more damage than the 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 virus itself. I think the initial as far lockdown, as lasting damage, the, the 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 first two weeks maybe, because we didn't know what we were up against. If it had been a black plague type, right. where twenty five percent of the people who get it die, that would have been. Really bad. Of Lockdown is the only way you can fight some of, of that. Well, then the balance but, goes this way: the virus is worse than the negative right, of the lockdown. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, but here's the thing: let's follow the science. This was not a death sentence for 25 percent of the people who got it. No. Every life that lost was important. It's it's a family that has a hole in it now, and I'm not trying to downplay that. But we'll, what we do have to say, because of the numbers and the size of what we're dealing with, the death rate was 1% round figures for COVID-19. If you're that one, it's tragedy. For the other 99 that survived, it was it was good. We made it. Vaccines that came along helped initially. The people who were building up immunity helped. The, the monoclonal antibodies helped tremendously. And as it evolved and more people got, especially the Omicron, which Omicron. was... Um, Omicron, Omicron mm. was so. Omicron's um, a video game, right? Yeah. Drop the T, Bubba. Uh, it, it, it infected so many people so quick, it helped to get yeah. more of a mm-hmm. uh, immune response right. to, to the virus. And that's why we're living in the fairly virus free environment we are right now because of, of how many people got it so quickly at one time. So I, I think, um, I think to say that lockdowns worked. Uh, is a mistake. I, I think. I think the one thing that I would say we learn from this, given this virus, not the plague, that lockdowns did not work. They were negative and caused more trouble than the actual virus. Well, listen what Fauci has to say to you right now in your face, because he says you better get ready for some more. Oh. Here we go. We need to be prepared for the possibility that we would have another variant that would come along, and if things change. And we do get a variant that does give us an uptick in cases and hospitalization. We should be prepared and flexible enough to pivot towards going back at least temporarily to a more rigid type of a restriction, such as requiring masks indoor. Now, keep in mind that this tells you in his own words, this this world of propaganda we live in. They have made a decision to change the word from lockdown to restriction. Right. I mean, that, I mean that's that, an easier say. And they've even told right. told you they mm-hmm. changed the word. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, why you got to change the word? If it's so wonderful, just tell us what it is because you're saying it's fantastic. Yeah. If I'm if I'm on Fauci's team, this is what I say: Let's get the next generation of vaccine out there and tested, so we'll be able to use it, which is going to be better than what we had. Let's get these antivirals that we know are working and shortening the duration of this. The one thing I do agree with Biden, when you test positive, they ought to give it to you right then. Well, not go through this song and dance of trying to find it. And the monochrome antibodies, let's get them updated. We'll be back. Rick and Bubba. Getting ready to kick it off. And uh, the head football coach of the Houston Gamblers, Kevin Sumlin, joins us uh, on the Rick and Bubba Show. Coach, welcome to Rick and Bubba. How are you today? 
I'm doing great, guys. How are y'all? Let's go, Coach. Here we go. Let's, Let's go. go. <laughs> Let's get after it. Man. Let's go. Uh, I, I know you you are fired up. And uh, so so tell us a little bit, um, how did this all happen? I mean, uh, you, I mean, you know, we've been following your coaching career. Uh, you know, I, I didn't even know you're from Bruton, Alabama. I mean, I'm rooting for Bruton. I, I didn't even know. <laughs> yeah, well, it, it, there's uh, a lot of people don't know that. They think it's Texas all the time. I was born in Bruton, and uh, uh, actually, uh, when I was born there, uh, my dad was a high school football coach in, in Bruton, and uh, uh, my man, Walter Lewis, uh, yeah. was was there, and his, and, and his mom was actually a nurse there when I was, was born, so... How about that? Uh, I, I stay in touch with Walter. First guy I called when I got here to find out where good barbecue was. I'm not going to well. say what he said, but he ranked a couple, three oh, yeah. in a row. So yeah. well, he hasn't the, been wrong yet. Yeah, well, the good news, <laughs> and, and, and you know this, the good news is I have people ask me that all the time, too, when they come to our state. And I said, well, here's the good news. You can't mess it up too bad. I mean, you're in Alabama, no, no. and there's barbecue shacks and restaurants, and they're all pretty good. Now, you certainly have your degrees of good, but you're not going to find a bad. <laughs> it's hard no, to no. go bad. No, it, that's what I told him. I said, now, you got to remember, I've lived in Texas for a long time. So it's, Here uh, we go. Is, it's, a, it's an art, but uh, I'm not going to – shut down my chances at these places, but I've been to three, and they've all been very, very good. Yeah, well, look, you, you, the Texas thing, and, and we all go through this, and, and, you know, it's just like when them Carolina people start with their, their vinegar-based sauce and all that. That's, 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 that's different. That's, yeah, that's, that's not, different. That's but we that. we will yeah. not present brisket to you if you won't present pork to us when we're in Texas. <laughs> it's funny you bring that up because I, I got a couple coaches that, you know, I've lived in, in Texas a long time. They, they keep looking around at the menu and say, Where, "Where's the where's the president? Right? So. <laughs> I can help you on that a little bit, so I'll tell you. I, I, I'll tell you off air. There's there's a few around in Bama. That's not Texas brisket, but it's pretty good. No. Yeah, but it's pretty good. No, no. Um, well, coach, no, tell us. I don't tell, know how I got off on that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're you're on with Rick and Bubba. Yeah. That's how you got off yeah. on that. We're gonna cover a little food, coach. <laughs> ain't no doubt. Coach, tell us about the the USFL and and the gamblers. How this all came about that you're back in coaching with this new vent this new venture, and how exciting is it to be on the ground floor as opposed to going in and taking over a program that's already established? Well, it's it's something completely new to me because you know it's uh i, I was real fortunate got a call from brian woods and, and uh just uh kind of threw the idea out at me and and think about it and, and get back to him and um i think you know when, when you look at everything that this league is doing uh the support by fox is completely different right and yeah. and the, the television exposure for these guys uh and for the product you know, is is uh, different than a lot of the other spring leagues. You know, and, and you know, you get through the process of actually drafting, evaluating, drafting from the ground up, thirty-five players, then a ten-guy supplemental draft for forty-five guys. You, you, you you're exactly right. It's uh, building from the ground up. Um, and in our case, you know, we've still got all forty-five guys that we drafted. Our coaches did a great job of evaluating, communicating. Our guys showed up, and and uh, you know we're we're on practice number eight, eight today. So, <laughs> uh, we got this. It's a, it's a little different than spring football because you know we we we've got we, we play in eighteen days. Wow. Um, mm-hmm. Matter of fact, we today we got a red zone, and 
goal line scrimmage today. So um, oh, good. Yeah, we're in full pads and and uh, and, and going to be out there this afternoon at, at Sanford banging around. So let let me ask you this: when you when you look at the approach to this, and let's say it's all it's all new, I would think even if I played well and you felt good about me as a player. The way you got to hit the ground running, did did your guys also evaluate whether this person's kept himself in shape? Yes, we did, and, and uh, we talked to them. We, we asked them what they were doing. There were some, you know, some uh, YouTube videos. There were some <laughs> some uh, cell phone videos of what guys actually look like. Right? right yeah, <laughs> uh, that helps. You can be all fired up about Burgess, then he shows up, and you're like, you don't look anything <laughs> like your film. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You always worry about that, kind of like you know Instagram, right? You got the uh, you know, let me say, uh, angles and filters. And so, um, no, our guys are pretty good. Uh, I'll tell you what's interesting. Uh, in, in the time that we've been here, and these guys love football, right? So, yeah. you've got guys that just love the game, uh, soak it all in. You start talking, they're writing stuff down. That, you know, you, they're, they're coachable. They want to play the game. They, they all love the game. Some guys just don't want to give it up. And some guys, you know, the way the, the, the uh, schedule and the, and the calendar sets up, you know, you go to the championship game, you're done July 3rd, and uh, you're still going to be eligible for, for, uh, to get into camp. So a lot of these guys, have, uh, uh, particularly in, in our situation, we've got guys that, that, that can play in the NFL. And, and uh, I would say there's a handful, not a handful, but more than a handful of guys, particularly on, on – on the Houston Gamblers that just to be honest with you, COVID had a, a, a impact on their career and you know, the, the lack of being able to play lack of pro day, lack of this, that, the other, um, I, I'm, I see, I've got a few guys in my mind that, you know, why is he not playing the NFL? So right. it's going to, it's going to have a, a huge impact on, on, uh, on this league. There's some, there's a bunch of talented players, uh, quality football. And it's also going to give some of these guys a chance to, to uh, reach their dreams. Coach, uh, let us ask you a little bit about what we can expect from the gamblers. On the offensive side of the ball, are we going to see the wide-open offense that uh, you have been <laughs> known for at Houston and some of the records you set at A&M, or, or are you going to go with something a little more systematic to get things rolling? Well, I think uh, you know there's some really unique rules here. So. Yeah. And 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 the the other issue is yeah we're we're, we're probably going to do a little bit of both not probably I can't I can't <laughs> give you know, Larry Fedora and the rest of these guys just <laughs> everything but but uh, yeah you know this it's our, our you know it's your DNA is your DNA right so yeah, yeah we're gonna we're gonna open it up um, we've got two really good quarterbacks uh, Clayton Thorson is the you know is one yeah. more games at Northwestern than, than any other quarterback there. And Kenji Bahar, so you know those guys can handle it. Been really pleased pleased with their progress so far, um, and and I think you got to be able to do both. You got to remember, you only know, got thirty eight guys active, right? So, um, and, and you know if I if, if if I do go the way I went at Houston or or with no huddle and up tempo, I don't think we'd have anybody left by the third quarter. <laughs> that's right. I mean, 38, that's not a big number at all. Uh, well, yeah, well, Co- yeah. yeah, we're excited about it. Look, you're, you're in our hometown. I mean, today is uh, you. You're literally a few miles a, from As us, you yeah. leave today, you got to tell you what, I just made connection with Rick and Bubba. To make a connection with Rick and Bubba staying in Birmingham – See, it, you're covered now. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you, uh, I'm good. If you need good. anything, you just let us know. Okay. Yeah.
Can I can I just drop that name when I get to the restaurant? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. If you want the if you want the red carpet treatment, <laughs> no, no, they won't, you know what they'll think? I hope they're with you because we're about to make bank. <laughs> Thank coach. See you, coach. Bye, man. Go gamblers. There you go. Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Oh, that was uh, – I hate to hear that. I, I always enjoy his movies. So tell everybody what we're talking about. Well, what, Bruce Willis, uh, his family announced yesterday he would be retiring from acting due to uh, a, a brain problem that he's having uh, that would be similar to, you know, dementia. and. Uh, I'd never heard of this word things. before. Yeah, well, it's. Uh, I think it affects the part of the brain that has to do with names and things. And Uh-oh. they even admitted that he was uh, – had been wearing an earpiece and they were feeding him his lines and that kind of thing. Is it called aphasia? Yeah, something like that. So what? What, what? What's the uniqueness of aphasia? How does it? Know. How does it show itself? Because if it's just not remembering names, I'm in trouble. I, well, it, that's it, why I keep it can it be brought on by a stroke or just the okay. you know the general aging of the brain and, and hardening of the arteries, which mm. causes all these when you don't get proper brain flow. So. Um, uh, you know, instead of Alzheimer's, you know, the, the our grandparents called it old timers. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, they said he also had discharged a uh, uh, a gun with blanks on it at the wrong time a couple of times or something. I saw a, a story on it yesterday. He said he, he had hearing problems, and he said he lost two thirds of his hearing doing one scene in a movie. And I think it was on the die, it was one of the diehards or anyway it was one of the action movies he did. He's under a table, and the bad guy's on top, and he shoots up through the floor to this guy, and he I mean he shoots many rounds, but even firing blanks and that and that table so close it caused a, you know the the sound to to come back on him, and he said that one stunt cost him about two thirds of his hearing. Wow, that was diehard one by the way. Yeah, I hadn't heard that before. Um, so people compared aphasia to being dropped off in a country where you can't read the language, you, you, you can't speak the language, you can't talk Uh-oh. to anybody, you can't read. It, it kind of just is major language confusion. Uh-oh. Uh, Should we play the Kamala Harris thing now? <laughs> favorite Bruce Willis movie. Oh, gosh. That's tough. You know, they said oh, that they close. credited him like with 150 different ways. I'm with different Greg. I'm Armageddon. Yeah, I am too. I like that. One. I'm having a hard time remembering that movie. Oh, that's a good. One. That's Affleck. the that's his worst film, actually. No, no. yes, it is. That's a good one. That's so his worst one. That's really? based on a true are story. You, pal. Seriously, are you being serious? I am. I'm he, sorry. You know how he is. Same I thing know. with music. Die Hard, love Die Hard, love it. Die Hard's good. Yeah, it's, but, we didn't say it was bad. It's no Armageddon. What bothers me about Armageddon is he's that got so many I can't remember them all. We can t- we can teach drill oil drill people to be astronauts but we can't teach astronauts to be oil drillers That's they good. tried that they couldn't get it right they couldn't didn't know right. the machinery oh. they had <laughs> the transmission on backwards remember yep. josh greg you remember they that tried that you don't have, you don't have so it comes on all that the was time. actually asked in the movie yeah. <laughs> I, I did, did yeah. I, does, do any of you know way adler remembers this do you know where bruce willis got his start as far as everybody knowing him? moonlighting on it yeah moonlighting and it was a great series tv it's, show uh, called moonlighting yeah, hmm. his speech in Armageddon. I, I Shepherd. Yeah, when he gives a speech in Armageddon that this is the best that the government can come up with. This yeah. is this is it. This is what it's, it's really. <laughs> you good. really like good. that? You really? Yeah, that's a great movie. movie. I don't, I don't, Billy Bob Thornton. No, I've seen the movie and I liked great. it. I just don't. I don't. It's not a go back to for me. Well, it's one of those that's like Roadhouse. It's on all the time. Yep. Greg, so it can't be on as much as Roadhouse well, and, and Shawshank Redemption. It's not as much, but it, it is in heavy rotation. It's I, not in their league. I'm ready to make a case that Shawshank Redemption is shown more than Roadhouse. I think you're right. 
Roadhouse is definitely second. Shawshank Redemption. Uh, it must really be cheap. If you haven't cheap, seen now. Shawshank Redemption by now, you just don't want to see it. It must really be cheap. I mean, you must get a good deal on it. I know. It's one of those movies stuff. that you see it so much that you begin to learn the dialogue even though you're not trying. To. That's exactly. right. Yeah, osmosis. Can I tell you one that I like? It's an older one, Tears of the Sun. Yeah, that's a good one. I don't that's remember a good that. One. Oh, you don't it's real good. Somebody, no, that's somebody good. emailed that to me. No, that no, no, that's a good movie. No, I couldn't remember the name of it. But, See, he's done and, so but many, I, saw I can't remember. It. I saw the uh, the uh, description here on all the list of his movies, What's and I, every time that's on, I'll stop and, and watch What's it. What's the one he's what a cop? That same chick is in that movie that is on in the new Top Gun. Tom mm-hmm. Cruise's. Yeah. I think I'm trying to put her in every she movie. I think it's her, man. Yeah. I do. Yeah. She's, she's running, running a lot of village. movies. She's she's That's what they're movies. going to get. Striking yes. Distance. Is that one? Buddy, he was a cop just in a boat. Would just I'm now pulling up Probably a different Bruce girl. Willis movies. Rick, mm-hmm. the list is going to be so long, you're going to get tired looking through it. Do y'all like the Red I series? Mean, all those? I did. Not really. You did? That's shocking. I never watched. Let me back up. I never watched. What was the movie? Because of the name, I didn't watch it either. Because of the name, and one day I got forced to watch it, and it was actually pretty good. Okay. What movie was it that he was in where he was a retired spy, and he got together with the other retired? That's red. 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 That's that's red. That was pretty funny. That's red. That's red. Of course, above you like Hudson Hawk the best. Uh, You know, I don't really remember that one. No, I don't remember that either. I'm just mad. That was early. Uh, uh, I. Pulp Fiction, love I it. No, I don't like Pulp Fiction at all. That was a weird movie. I, I, that's one of the most overrated. I don't movies remember of all him time. being in the Astronaut Farmer. I don't either. Saw that, and I don't Ooh, know what he's talking about. Yeah, unless he was, was one of the Colonel officials Doug, for Masterson. NASA or something. I yeah, I don't remember that. Um, die Hard Two, love it. The yeah. Kid, all the Die Hards were good. Die, die Hard Three, like love movies. it. No, you don't like Die Hard Three. Die Hard Three, love it. Good Day to Die Hard. By the way, what about Live Free or Die Hard? Look who's talking. Oh my he was God. the voice of the baby. Oh, oh, that's right. Yep. <laughs> the Expendables, he was in that. I haven't seen as many Bruce Willis movies as I thought. Me either. Lucky There's number 11. distance, there it is. <laughs> Lucky number 11 is very good. Come oh, wait, on. well, no, what's the one where he's a, he's a superhero and he doesn't know it? Uh, Unbreakable. I love Unbreakable. That's a good very one. good That too. may be my favorite. Greg's favorite's good. Blind Date. I see dead people. Speedy Talk likes 12 Rick monkeys. Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Uh, they'll reach the um, um, you know the law of diminishing return, where people just say, will say Disney has become so so over the top strange. Uh, I'm just not going there anymore. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, yeah, know, they're kind of. Uh, I, I think they're missing their target audience here. Uh, how is Scott Dawson taking it? Because I know he's a Disney uh, fanatic. I have oh a, yeah. I think I can hit you with this. Um, so hit me with a. He, here's his <laughs> response to yesterday's story about the. Uh, LGBTQIA plus uh, characters, uh, and then the what he has underneath this is heartbroken. So there's your yeah. answer. He's heartbroken. Well, he, here's your here's your situation. You have you have the uh, the folks with this uh, kind of an alternative idea about life and lifestyles who are now in charge of a large part of Disney. Who are upset with, as they quote, the "Don't Say Gay" crowd uh, in Florida? That and now that's law, uh, and it doesn't really say that. It says they're not going to cover, uh, you know, sexual orientation and sexual issues for kindergartners, basically. Wait till you hear um, the sound clip on. Oh, that I know, I know. We and we need to get to that. Oh my. Um, that and now you you have a backlash <clears throat> from people who work there. And from customers who are going, we don't want Disney to be some 
pro-agenda-driven <laughs> part. No, they don't have that's to. It's out of touch with the the numbers of the country. We 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 love Disney because of what they do and what they've always done. And so, Rick, you, you're looking at a perfect storm where you could have the people from the "Don't Say Gay" crowd protesting Disney because they're not doing enough, and then you have the bunch that yep. don't want anything to do with that. Yep. protesting the park and going, I ain't going and getting in that mess, and Disney is going to lose big time. You ain't going to believe the new Pinocchio they've come up with. Uh, All right. <laughs> I, I knew it. Gosh, that's that's why he was shifting over there. But the latest I was going to add to this, we, <laughs> the latest, uh, we had the one yesterday, which we're referring back to, but the latest is Disney now says when you come to their parks, there'll be no greeting uh, of boys and girls. And that has been, remember, that has been, you get there, hello, boys and girls, and welcome. To, yeah, it'll be dreamers. So, so the handful of people that, would, or that yeah. would even begin to care about that, we're going we're gonna to cater to them. Well, you know, we, you sometimes get so, to the I point. I promise there's not many coming through those those magical gates that are offended by hello, boys and girls. Well, no, no. If, you look, if you look at the percentages, and we talked about this yesterday, you you have a terrible business plan here because you, your, your agenda and you being an activist has now blinded your decisions as a company, there's a reason that you've achieved what you've achieved. And what you're trying to do is to go in a completely opposite direction of why you have the influence you have now. Uh, Because what built that company was people said, I'm not really here for any agenda. I'm here for family entertainment. Yeah, and I don't want to talk about this. I don't want to cover that. I want to ride a ride. I want to, you know, see the characters, all that stuff. It's really... You know, I think the success of Disney was people wanting to get away from politics, Mm -hmm. and now it is going to become a political hotbed. Rick, we do need to hear uh, Raven Simone and her comments on this that really make our point totally on this. Now can, we, can we see that it's uh, oh, it's, see it, yeah. it's cut yeah, five, five, eight. five yeah well and we'll probably eight. go through this whole uh, the these fives here Adler so uh, so we'll get when you get that one ready let me know do you realize Bubba that Disney has a person this is their title Disney's diversity and inclusion manager oh yeah yeah well most That's big companies job. do now uh, wow so l- uh, listen to Raven uh, what she says listen okay. real close all right. I'm going to say this, and this is my thing. If there's a don't say gay bill, there should be a don't say straight bill Mm -hmm. because it's not fair. And there are multiple kinds of humans in this world. And you are ruining the psyche, the confidence of so many young children because you are discrediting their parents, the people they love, the people that raise them, the people that teach them the manners when they walk into that schoolroom. So if you're not going to honor their family, your family shouldn't be honored either. So let's just make it even slash equal, maybe. Exactly. That's exactly what this bill did. It said, we ain't going to talk about it. Not, we're going to talk about it for young kids. She didn't realize well, here's that she's the thing. supporting them. She is trying to make an intelligent statement about something she doesn't know anything about right. and didn't read it and doesn't know what it, the whole thing is. No, what the bill... Didn't understand the point. She actually is making our point and yep. Governor DeSantis's point. 100 point. But the, the, here's what the bill says, Ramon, or, or was it Simone? Raven. Raven. Not so Raven. Here's what the bill says. We let parents decide what they want their children to learn and when they want to learn it. We're not going to let the school teacher decide. And what did what did to your point, Bubba? What does she just say? Well, I tell you what, they need to honor parents. Yeah, that's that's what the bill's trying to do. Right, and and this is exactly that. We're not going to promote any sexuality or orientation with a bunch of toddlers. That's the whole point. That's it. Uh, that's all it is. Now, if you don't think there uh, is, uh, and and Rick, every now and then the left lets 
somebody gets mad yep. and they lose their cover and they, yep. you know, I think the left has made a lot of leeway in this country because they don't tell you really what they're for. And we have a teacher now, and we'll go to 5B, and listen to what this teacher says, okay? This is creepy. But it, it's honest. Mm-hmm. You know, that, 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 like you said, here we go. It makes me very angry when people don't want to talk about gender and sexuality in classrooms, um, specifically for the reason that students won't understand. Um, because in my experience with teaching, that is never the case. Um, I'm a non-binary teacher and I use the title mix. Um, and today I had 12 new students and I just go, hi, my name is Mix Murphy Q. I use mix instead of miss. It's a little bit different, but I'm still a teacher just the same. And they got it right away. I got mixed instead of missed all day. Um. And it makes it it confuses me when people use that no, um, excuse that children won't understand because students are very intelligent and they're learning all day. It's not hard for them to learn a different type of title. I'd like to know what kind of exhaust she has. The exhaust yeah. system. It sounds like. Did she say she goes by mix? Mix. M I X. Y'all ready to hear what she does? Well, that makes no sense. You know who she claims to teach? She is responsible for two-year-olds at daycare. Really? Two-year-olds. Two well, they'll call you anything you tell them to call Right, yeah. They, they don't know that it has anything to do with non-binary or blah, well, blah, blah. Thank you. Well, through all they'll this. They'll call you, if you want to be called Dragacon, they'll call you that. Because mm-hmm. they're kids and they're malleable and they're, they're, yeah. they can be formed and impressioned. Uh, well, and that's exactly, that's why they're targeting. Yeah, amen. That's, it. Mm-hmm. that's why they're infiltrating yeah. the young levels of education. Like I said, I don't think Because they know the they can do that. And you get in there, and then I start wow. my agenda. You know, we had the the teacher uh, yesterday, the clip, where he, you know, he said, "Hey, I want to talk about what me and my partner did over the weekend. Mm-hmm. I can't talk about us going rafting no. and all." And he that. teaches kindergarten. Yeah, kindergarten. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the whole plan here is to <laughs> infiltrate and indoctrinate our kids because. And was it today we had the clip or yesterday where the teacher says it's none of the parents' business? <laughs> About okay. about what they're being taught and what their their gender identity <laughs> is, and told the teachers don't tell the parents what their kids say, <laughs> what their gender identity is. Was that on yesterday's list? <laughs> yeah, I, it was. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's crazy. But but at least that's it's, honest. It's, 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 honest. Look, it's like some kind of. Yeah. It is absolutely. I don't crazy. know. It's like we're in a movie or something. There are teachers out there that um, they their 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 goal is, and it's thank the Lord, not a majority. But if you don't think the government schools are not out to indoctrinate your children and they want to take away your authority, they're telling you if you yeah, just listen. Th- their own words are telling you that. Rick we'll be back. Bubba, Rick and Bubba. The Rick and Bubba Show. We are so thankful that you are with us today. The Gridiron Men's Conference is coming uh, June 17th and 18th. Huntsville, Alabama. I've told you know, we've been talking and teaming up with them for years. It is a great, great gathering uh, for men, and um, we've got uh, a great lineup again coming up this summer. And this summer, Tim Tebow returns to the Gridiron Men's Conference. Uh, that's right, isn't it, Tim? You you have spoken there before, correct? Well, I mean, we love their ministries. We love being having a chance to support and believe in what they do, and so. I'm grateful I get a chance to be back and hang out with you and everybody else and 
hopefully a bunch of your listeners right now that come join us and, and we'll have a great time. Uh, Tim, I know that Speedy talked to you in the break about the liner that you did for us. Um, it was um, it, your heart was in the right place, and uh, and you really took care of us. But you know, you you've you've uh, spent your life playing athletics and being around guys, and sometimes guys, you know, they're always hacking on somebody. They play a little rough. Sometimes. They play a little rough yeah. sometimes, and. I know when you said that Bub and I are just two guys, you know, working. Here, I'll, I'll play it for you right yeah. here. It's, it's it, we, we have it, um, and right here. Hey, this is Tim Tebow, and you're listening to Rick and Bubba Show. Just two amazing guys living their journey out together. And, and I know what you meant. I mean, two guys on a journey, and uh, you know, we're trying to advance the kingdom of God. We're doing it together, shoulder to shoulder. We're 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 we're, we're taking on, uh, you know, the the, the world. But now the guys made it sound like that Bub and I were a couple, and I didn't take it that way. Yeah, well, some of our rougher friends. Listen, guys, I didn't mean it that way. You know, <laughs> it, maybe we can you know, just clear all that up if y'all send me a box of awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. That's I didn't Tim. I didn't see that one coming. That's good. That's good. Oh, that's great. Rarely are we surprised by the guests with that line. <laughs> Uh, so, so Tim. Some people who get a box thinks Tim's going to be in it. Right? I know, yeah. That's true. Uh, well, so, that's just pretty weird. <laughs> right. Let's talk about you know you you obviously you've, you've had a lot going on, but let's unpack some stuff first of all, and, and then then we'll get to some uh, the things that are most important. But you you being you know big time college football player. Hey, I played in the NFL. Hey, I I, I had a run at Major League Baseball. But now let's go back just to collegiate. Because you've seen both those worlds, uh, and you you certainly spend a lot of time, you know, uh, uh, being part of pregame and and getting ready for the big game. Since you've seen the professional side and you played the college side, do you think this NIL thing? I understand the sentiment, I really do, and I think that players need to, you know, be given something for all that they they bring and the money people yeah. make off of them. But are, are we moving into just another version of professional athletics? That's honestly, it's a, it's a really good question. And I kind of um, feel similar to, to what you just, um, you know, kind of shared a little bit. I, I really do believe that these college athletes, all of them deserve more, deserve better. It is way more than a full-time job. And so I'm a, I'm a believer in the NIL to a certain extent, but I also feel like there's, there's got to be a few rules. And I think the Hopefully, as it continues to kind of figure it out, we'll we'll be able to you know figure it out in the right way. I think a safe, reliable way where we still have the the excitement of college sports, but we also have the support to the athletes that they deserve, and honestly, that some of them really need. Um, you know, we're part of a, a, a company called Campus Legends that is trying to do it in a safe, reliable, easy way with NFTs and then real life experiences where we connect the. The, the athletes with their fans and the universities and bring them all together because that's honestly what, what we're trying to, to do, right, with NIL is trying to support and build a brand for the athletes and connect them with their, their real fans and the university has to be a part of it because they help with all of it. And so I think it's something that um, it's, it's a very unique time in college sports and, um, and I, I do feel like we have to do something for all these college athletes. But to me, it's not just about the quarterback that's going to get the six-figure deal. To me, it's also about all of the athletes and the offensive line and defense linemen, but also the you know gymnastics team and the softball team and the rowing team and, and some of these other teams. So I feel like we got to also 
you know, um, bring the, the fairness to it and also be able to support the, the guys that are selling, you know, thousands of jerseys. And so it's an interesting balance that I think there's a lot of people working on. And, and I, I like that it's uh, we're supporting them. But I also think, you know, it's interesting just um, there's, a, there's a lot of unique deals right now that, you know, we also got to figure out, um, I think, you know, and where I think my heart gets a little concerned is with the, the young people right now of the, the fresh, the freshmen in high school, the eighth graders that are getting deals and, no. you know, and having the right people love and support them because all of us need coaching as we figure out these deals. So nobody takes advantage of us. Tim, the USFL is about to kick off another spring league. Has anybody approached you about playing for them? Well, I got to try out about 45 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> today. <laughs> today. Sorry, guys. I just ma- I made that up. No, I'm just kidding. No, I don't think so. Okay. Well, I put a, a Stallions jersey in your box of all <laughs> That's right. It's headed your way. <laughs> where, and, now, and where did the Stallions play? Where are they out of? Birmingham. Birmingham. All right. There we go. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. You- wouldn't it be a little bit different if instead of playing against Alabama, I was now playing for them? Yeah, I started to say there, there's a lot of people in this state would like to cheer for you openly on the field <laughs> yeah, for a right. change. For a change, uh, yeah. yeah. Well, you guys know I, I love you guys know I love that state, and uh, I was this close to going to play for Alabama. And there's a whole lot that I love about them. I love their their passion, their tradition. I tell you, they know how to do it right there. They yeah, care about their teams. So let's talk transfer portal, kind of in the same deal. And I know the way you played, and I know, you know, I, I have some idea just by the fruit that you bear, the kind of man that you are. And and when you're a competitor, I don't know, it, it just seems like we're building a and, – and, and all for the right reasons, I think. We're trying to do the right thing, but we're creating – a world to where if I don't play and I don't play immediately, Spoilt or brats is what you're trying to say. I am. Right? I'm trying yeah. not to say it that straight. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. That I, if I don't like my situation, I just I just say, well, I'm out of here. Well, I, I think this is a this is a really hard one. I think this is honestly probably even a little bit harder than yeah. nil because um, <clears throat> I think most people believe nil. <sighs> believe that they should support um, the athletes. It's just the argument is how um, and, and and how much, right? I think where this one's harder is not everybody believes that you should be able to leave whenever you want, however you want, the way that you want. And uh, I think I am someone that, man, for a lot, of, for some of the stories, I am like, yes, they need to be able to, to leave and get a chance to play for, for different reasons. Um, but then at the same time, I feel like we are creating a little bit of a, um, I didn't get what I want the way that I wanted, and so I'm just going to to leave as fast as I can. And and I don't necessarily think that is as much of a college football issue as it is a little bit of, um, listen, our society is saying that it's about instant gratification. If you don't get what you want right now, um, then it, then you know you need to change, and I think we also need to instill in in the next generation the discipline, the work ethic, the determination, the the perseverance to continue to fight through it, to battle, yeah. 
And, and yes, there's some that I do think need to be able to go because they're just never going to get a shot to play. You know, they're the four-string quarterback and their three others are the same age. Like, okay, I, I get that. No, it, I, I, think you, I think you touched on something, Tim, which kind of gets us to the, the, the next topic. This is not an athletic problem. It, it, and I think a lot of it is is the, is, is the men in our society are confused Many of them have have abandoned their responsibilities. They don't even know their responsibilities. I know that I think too many times we we tell men, you need to be the spiritual leader. You need to do this. But we don't ever equip them to do it. And I know that you have a passion for that. That'll be part of what you're you're doing when you go out and speak to these men's gatherings. Something's got to change with the men of our society. And even the church, the Western church to a degree, I think has made a mistake. Of, of, of treating men's ministry as the last priority as opposed to the first priority. Don't you think a lot of this would be solved if men would, would find themselves in proper alignment with God and, and, and actually live out their lives the way God intended it? Well, I think that changes that, that not only changes um, so much of this, it changes a lot of society as well. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Um, I, I think where, where it really is on my heart is when we think about men leading, it's not leading in the way a lot of people think of, oh, I'm out front and I'm ahead. No, leading is earning respect. Leading is showing a vision. Leading is, is leading with passion. It's leading with compassion. Leading is being willing to sacrifice. Leading is being willing to... Um, to go help and love the least of these. Leading is being willing to serve those, whether that you like them or not. Leading is being willing to um, give what you have to help people that you've never met. Leading is willing to do what the Good Samaritan did and help someone that was beaten and left for dead. You know, that's why, that's why Jesus says to the expert of the law after he finished, finishes telling that story, he says in the Greek as a command, as an imperative, go and do the same. It's a command to all of us, right? To do what the Good Samaritan did. Um, that someone is hurting, someone is beaten, someone is left for dead. It is a command to us to go and do the same, to help them, to bring them to safety, to love. That's what we're called to do, right? And so as, 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 as leaders, it's not that we're above, it's not that we're in front. It's that we are earning people's respect. It's that we're choosing their best interests and we're acting on their behalf. It's that we're, we're, we're willing to suffer with them and for them. It's that we're willing to have compassion. We're willing to go to the hard places. We're willing to lead, not from in front, but underneath sometimes of caring people, of loving people, of helping people. Um, you know, and one of my favorite words in, in the Bible is, is the Greek word hupomeno, and it means to remain under, and it's used in multiple times. It's used in um, 1 Corinthians 13, 7, where it says, love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. It's the word, the Greek word for endure, and, you know, that's what we're called to do. We're called to endure. We're called to remain under, and when it gets really hard, we need to be the ones that are willing to stick in there, do the hard things, and love people, regardless if we like them or not. Love has nothing to do with like. Love, the greatest form of love has to do with the choice, to choose the best interest of other people and act on their behalf. It's what Jesus did for us, and it's what we're called to do for humanity. And I believe when we want to act like real men, we're going to choose humanity's best interest. We're going to act on their, beha on their behalf. We're not going to flinch. We're not going to run. We're not going to leave when it gets hard. That's what leadership is to me. Woo! Amen. Amen. Let's go, Tebow! <laughs> Let's go, Tebow! <laughs> Man, thank you so much for, for taking time to be with us for that today. I appreciate it very much. We all do.
Man, of course. Uh, grateful for you guys. We we need to do this more. Yeah. I know we do. Let's do it, Tim. By the way, you want Wait a minute, Tim, are you saying we're friends? Uh, Tim, are you saying we're friends? <laughs> yeah, I think we're friends. I mean, I don't like you, but I love you. <laughs> <laughs> Tim Tebow, get your tickets now to see him and a, another great lineup at Gridiron Men's Conference by going to gridironmen.com. Also, you can check rickandbubba.com under show notes. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Thanks for listening to the daily best of Rick and Bubba. To catch the entire show and for all things Rick and Bubba, go to rickandbubba.com, spell out A. Lord willing, we will catch you on the next edition of the Rick and Bubba Show. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.